0: Welcome to the Debt Free Journey podcast, and I'm Sophia Cargus from Drowning in Debt. I'm excited to be able to share our podcast with you, and hope you find the information helpful on your journey to a debt free life. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Dimitri from Drowning in Debt. An early part of the challenge I faced in confronting into the debt I'd created was around guilt and playing the victim. Really, I mean, how, how could this happen to me? Uh, here I was. Uh, a professional fairly senior up in the organization that I worked at uh, had a really good sense of really good understanding of money and the disciplines within it but yet the credit took control of me for a long long period of time so I certainly felt paralyzed for a long period of time around what to do how to do it and why I hadn't done it previously I think for a long time I felt the the shame and the guilt, and I just kept playing the victim. And I thought, I oh, it would get better, you know, the, the, there'd be some kind of financial windfall, the next bonus would take care of it, and invariably it didn't. My, um, my lifestyle kept adjusting up to the income I was earning. Uh, I was certainly undisciplined financially, and that certainly caused me to be stuck in this trap that I'd created for myself for a long, long period of time. It's, it's difficult to, to explain the really the guilt that I felt, I felt guilty for a long period of time towards my family, towards my friends, my children. I felt I'd sort of compromised our our financial future for a long, long period of time. And it was something that I got stuck in. It felt like I was in quicksand and I couldn't swim or climb out of it. So I'd certainly say to anyone that's experiencing any financial difficulty, it's it's okay. Uh, I can appreciate that no one's uh, created this situation deliberately, although I certainly understand that my actions caused this. It wasn't my intent to, uh, to put everyone through this and to, to cause all this heartache for myself and for my family. So I recall vividly being in the supermarket with a trolley full of groceries and it came to about $240 and uh, I remember going to the register, tapping the credit card and it declined and the, the humiliation I felt in having to put all those groceries back, it's it's something that still haunts me in many respects today and keeps me grounded around understanding how how bad things were in my life and how far I've come. And that's only a few short years ago. So I think the message I want to sort of put out there today is it doesn't matter where you are today. I think taking taking the first step is what's really, really important. And uh, it might seem like it's a really difficult mountain to climb and you've got a long way to come back, but I can assure you in a sort of, you know, relatively short period of time, I certainly found my way having climbed out of that situation that I was in, but it wasn't easy. It took a, a total readjustment in my spending habits. I had to move in with my family, with mum and dad again, to enable me to cut my costs. So there, there was nothing that I wasn't prepared to do to rectify the situation that I'd created. So, um You know, I'm I'm able to somehow look back on it uh, on reflection and, you know, with some amusement that I'd let things get that far out of control. Um, But it's easy to do. So, again, I'm not here to judge anyone that's in in a difficult situation, but offer support, offer hope and encouragement that I, I can promise you taking the first step will get you through the situation you currently find yourself in. So. Um, you know, whether it's cutting your expenses or increasing your income, which is a little bit tricky in the current environment with the coronavirus uh, pandemic that we're fronting into and the, 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 the job cuts. But there are ways to generate additional income, um, you know, but uh, I'd encourage you to face into the guilt. Uh, it, it's real, it's there. And it, look, in many respects, I, I, should, I should feel guilty. It's not something I want to walk away from or not take responsibility for. I think that's part of owning uh, what, what I created. And, uh, you know, I I felt like a victim for a long, long time. It paralysed me. Um, Anyone going through it, I'd certainly welcome understanding how you're feeling through this. Um, The paralysis uh, of what I'd created is what caught me and left me trapped for a long, long time in not being able to take any action. Being, feeling guilty and victimised, I certainly wasn't able to uh, share it with my family and friends, which would have maybe given me a different perspective very early on. Um, you know, at the height of it, with $160,000 of credit card debt, I was paying minimum repayments of $3,000 just to stay afloat. So, you know, it's a 2% uh, of the balance of 160 is about $3,200 a month. So you can imagine how difficult that was to sustain and the amount of effort and energy that took each month just to break even with the minimum repayments of the debt i would created, let alone uh, maintaining the lifestyle uh, and living... You know just the daily expenses of uh of living and going about my day-to-day business um it was very difficult to, to focus at work uh i don't think there's an area of my life that was not impacted my my weight uh bounced up and down uh through this period of time uh, every part of my life was touched adversely in many respects but i on the other on the other side of that there, there was hope and I think taking taking the first step, uh, it's, it's it's very difficult to quantify the relief uh, that I felt and that a lot of our clients speak to us about feeling this sense of relief when they've taken the action. They, they know it's pretty bad. Uh, and, you know, I call it sort of financial cancer. It's, you know it's really bad but you've got to start cutting it out somewhere and the longer you leave it, uh, the longer it spreads, and the more difficult uh, it, it can potentially be to to remedy and to cut out. So, we're certainly finding a lot of the financial institutions uh, are very open to a, a discussion around the best way forward, and uh, whether it's a freezing of, of interest payments or reducing the interest rate. There's a, there's a variety of different options available to people, and, and you know. Th- each client that we've supported through this they've all said we didn't know you could do this or we didn't think this was possible so again i'd, I'd encourage you to try and work through uh, the situation you're currently in and look it's, it's often an emotional battle <laughs> i certainly found the financial side of it was fairly easy to articulate and to you know reconcile in my own mind but it was actually the the emotional turmoil that i felt over the years of build-up and build-up and kicking the can down the road with another balance transfer or, you know, getting a short-term loan from mum and dad to try and meet the credit card repayments or the mortgage repayments. So once you start juggling, once you start going for the credit card uh, limit increases or the balance transfer, they really are signs of early financial distress and, uh, you know, most of us have been able to work through that in various various stages of our lives, Uh, but I certainly found my situation, 160000 would have taken uh, 83 years to repay just based on minimum repayments, which which I was struggling to make on, on a pretty good income, I have to say. So uh, there, there is a point where you just have to recalibrate and just take stock of where it is. You know, what's the best way forward? Is it really time to sit down and talk to the banks, talk to, to someone around, how do I work through this? How do I stop the bleeding? Um And the first step's always the most difficult one because it's actually about confronting the truth of the situation that we've created. And I certainly had to look in the mirror and uh, whilst I didn't like what I see from a debt perspective, it certainly gave me the clarity that I needed to take ownership of what I'd created. It certainly wasn't anyone else's fault. I mean, yes, sure, they shouldn't, you know, we often see clients say, well, they shouldn't have lent me the money. Well, you know, maybe... You know, we shouldn't apply for the money if we don't want the money. So we're happy to take it at the time. But when things go bad, we look for someone else to blame in in terms of where the responsibility sits. So, again, I'd encourage you, if you're struggling with any of this, uh, please reach out for help. The best way to get to me is at drowningindebt.com.au. And uh, once again, thank you for joining us on this podcast and we look forward to having you with us on the next episode. Thank you for listening to our Debt Free Journey podcast. Please subscribe And be sure to share it with family, friends or anyone who's experiencing financial hardship. We look forward to having you join us for our next episode.